Merry Christmas, On the Ground listeners. You often hear about our work around the world in remote places after the disasters have struck, but our work goes beyond that. We don't just want to provide physical relief. We want to truly love on and minister to people in their time of need. And so last week, Samaritan's Purse responded to the deadly tornadoes in Kentucky and Arkansas. And in Mayfield, Kentucky, we had team members walking around in the midst of the rubble, telling us what they were seeing. Families literally lost everything just before Christmas. And knowing that Christmas would be different, we knew that we couldn't replace things or fix it right away, but we knew we could love them in the midst of their pain. And so we wanted to bring some joy to this community. And so now on Christmas Eve, we're planning to feed 4,000 people and give away toys and gifts to these families. And even as I'm recording this, we don't have all the logistics coordinated. We're planning to work out of multiple schools and churches' kitchens, and we're trusting God to sort out the rest. And we've never done anything quite like this. So with less than a week's notice, our food services team started planning a full Christmas lunch, complete with turkey, ham, and pies, all to feed 4,000 people. And so this is crazy and nearly an impossible feat. And so we knew we wanted to share the story with you. Melissa, our podcast team member, interviewed the director of food services, Andy Jeter, and I know you're going to love hearing from them. Well, that's right, Christy. I'm here with Andy Jeter, who is the director of food services, and his team of elves are busier than ever this year for Christmas as we are about to prepare and serve a Christmas Eve lunch for 4,000 people. Is that right, Andy? That is correct, yes. Yeah, so tell me how this came about for you and your team. Uh, we talked to Franklin, and, and he just, we didn't know at that number, at that time, what the number would be, but uh, very soon he made that evident that, that he was thinking big, uh, which we like, and but now we get the fun part of, of figuring out the logistics of that and, and working through details, uh, getting food procured, all of that. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and just to be clear, this is a Christmas Eve lunch that is going to be served to these 4,000 people in a town called Mayfield, Kentucky. And um, that's a town that was very hard hit uh, by the tornadoes recently. And I actually have been on the ground in Mayfield, and I've seen the destruction, and it is absolutely catastrophic. I know you were there yesterday uh, as part of the advance team trying to figure out the logistics for this special lunch. Um, can you tell me what you saw and, and how that affected you while you were on the ground? Absolutely. Um, it's easy to look at pictures uh, when they're on social media and you know see, see what the devastation looks like, but to, for my own eyes to see it, it, it was just, it took it to a whole different level. And and then we were in downtown uh, where they've set up a tent where this meal will be served on next Friday. And to just see people just kind of walking around almost in a daze still. And it's, you know, it's a week after after it took place. And to just see the the confusion on their face, like what, what do we do next? Um, so it's just, it's neat to be a part of um, something that is going to minister to them directly. Um, of course, their stomachs, but but also uh, speakers and music and, and everything that will be part of that, that we can, can love on these people in Mayfield. Mm, I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I know if you're like me, um, you know, we work for someone who's an incredible visionary, right? Franklin Graham, um, <clears throat> he, he surprises us with these plans sometimes. Um, and uh, but he just has a vision for helping these people, and uh, you know he knew that they would be hurting, that people uh, would not 
have the same kind of Christmas that they normally would. And, uh, and so it was just something that the Lord put on his heart to do. But when we get those phone calls, we kind of seize up for a minute, don't we? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, surprised is a, is a good word um, to put it, that, that just we don't know what's coming down, but it's always fun to, and it's also neat to, to just see how the different parts of the ministry come together, and it's just like the hands and feet of, of the church, just, just to um, come together and, and put together a colossal event that, that we didn't even know was in existence two days ago, and now, now it's in full swing, and, and just to see how it's going to be executed, and uh, but also just just to see how God is working. And uh, when I was there yesterday, Luther just kept encouraging me to to see how God's hand was at work. And you've just got to trust that that God has this um, planned out and mapped out. And and the things that you don't feel like you can overcome, uh, that those logistics are going to come into place. And and it's all God's timing and and just God's sovereignty working in that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, logistics. Tell me about the logistics to cook a Christmas lunch. What's on the menu, first and foremost? We have uh, turkey and ham, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, green beans. Uh, we'll have rolls, and then we're going to have a couple of different desserts that, that we um, provide for them. Well, so. that sounds absolutely delicious, and I'm actually going to be on the ground with you there at Christmas Eve lunch, so we'll I'm already drooling. That sounds amazing, <laughs> and I know the quality of the food that uh, you and your team produce. So um, so you have one person who is very enthusiastic about this lunch uh, right sitting across from you right now. Um, but the logistics. So tell me, first of all, how many hams does it take to feed 4,000 people? Uh, well, it's funny when you when you referred to us as the kitchen elves. Uh, I was thinking of, of working out of a tree uh, like the Keebler elves, but thankfully we're not doing that. We have um, some great kitchens, whether it's the disaster relief trucks or we we have a couple of churches that we're partnering with and that we'll be able to use their facility. We're still looking at some other options uh, because we're going to be we're going to be pretty spread out and have teams all over uh, the community working in different venues, and then uh, we'll have to get the food. You know, to to downtown on the morning of, uh, but we are we are looking at about uh, twenty four hundred pounds of, of turkey breast uh, that we are we will be cooking off, uh, and then uh, about about uh, fourteen hundred pounds of ham. Um, so, yeah, quite a bit. And who is in charge <laughs> of peeling all those potatoes? Uh, well, didn't you say you're going to be there? <laughs> I volunteer. Yeah. I volunteer. I'll be glad to peel some potatoes. Okay. Bring your peeler. Okay. I'll bring mine from home. It might get dull, but um, you got it. You got it. Sounds good. Sounds great. Um, so, and you're going to be bringing, trucking the food in to Mayfield, correct? We are. Now, will you cook it there in the town at all of these different sites, or do we cook it here beforehand? No, nothing, nothing from here. We are um, just using one of our vendors. They're going to provide a refrigerated truck, so... When, when that order arrives in Mayfield, it will just stay on that truck, and we will start working. Uh, wow. But, yeah. So how early in the morning do I have to get up to peel potatoes? How long is this going to take? Uh, you probably want to start the day before, at least. So, <laughs> so I'm not we're sure. talking about a 24-hour, all-hands-on-deck uh, Marathon, yeah. To get this dinner. Oh, cut. yeah. Yeah, I will be going up on Tuesday and then uh, with a couple of others, and then a few more, quite a few more will come up on Wednesday. Um, so we'll have... We'll have quite a team up there. Lots of aces to be in places up there. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, one of the many things I love about being part of Samaritan's Purse, and you mentioned earlier, is 
when we all come together mm -hmm. for a disaster response in particular. We do that for all, all kinds of things, but disasters, we definitely as an organization move as kind of one, one unit. And it doesn't matter what your job is, um, you know, we're, we're all the hands and feet of Christ, the body of Christ, unity in Christ. Um, have you responded to a disaster before? I spent one week in Panama City a couple of years ago, um, but nothing quite this this uh, large. Uh, but to just and it was much further into the cleanup, uh, mm -hmm. so to see this one very raw uh, was definitely had an impact on mm -hmm. me. Yeah, yeah, and for your team mm -hmm. now, your team uh, is going to be working through the holidays um, to make this happen. Um, how are they feeling? What's their morale? What's their spirit about being part of all of this? It is amazing to to be a part of a team that, I mean, so many of them have just, I'm asking people, but then before I can even get to everyone, they've, they've come up and asked if they can be part of it. So that just makes it, it's it's easy to, to say yes or easier to say yes to a question. But when you, when it comes from your heart, it, it's just that much, that much more special. Mm. Well, Andy, I am looking forward to a day of hard work and a lot of blessing um, working alongside you and your fabulous team. How many people are you going to have up there? We'll probably have about 20. Okay. Yeah. So 21. Yeah. You've got your head <laughs> head potato peeler here. Yep. So I'm I'm actually I'm joining your team. So you you boss me around as much as you okay. want to. Um, but I'm, I'm so looking forward to this day. And, and as you know, it's, um, it is the meal, but we're also going to be distributing toys uh, to children. <clears throat> and uh, MyPillow has donated several thousand pillows to us uh, that will be distributed as well. Um, and I just, I just really look forward to how we're going to be able to minister uh, in a non-traditional disaster response, um, but minister to these hurting families. So absolutely. And if I if I could just um, share something that Love we it. we spoke yeah. with a pastor yesterday, um, just before we returned to Boone, and and he was just saying that his prayer for the community. Yes, they're grieving individually as families and and as a community, but he just wants long term. He was he was just praying that that the churches there can join together and really work hand in hand with each other instead of it becoming, um, you know, back to the way that it has been, you know, which is just easy to do. It's easy to come together when there's, when there's trouble and whether it's in our families or in our own lives uh, or in our, in our teams at work, but what do we do after that? And so that's what his prayer was that he asked us to be praying for to just, just that, that God is preparing their hearts even now for once this is over. What does is, what is Mayfield, Kentucky look like after that? Mm. So I told him I would, I would pass that along. Mm -hmm. And we certainly will. And uh, I thank you. I know you're so busy and that every minute counts for you right now as you're preparing. And we're so thankful to just have this few minutes to sit down and to hear about this amazing dinner and your team and your heart. And uh, I, I know, Christy, that, uh, that our listeners will certainly be praying as Andy has requested because we have a lot of prayer warriors out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you can count on that, Mayfield, Kentucky. I hope you can hear the joy that they found that meeting these needs in this hurting community. This project is special and it's unique. And I'm personally so thankful to work with a team that's willing to drop everything to love their neighbor, especially during Christmas. 
Andy shared Luke 137 as a scripture that he's had on his heart as he plans this lunch. Well, uh, my wife just had sent me the other day, she sent me Luke 137, that nothing will be impossible with God. And that's, it's when the angel had appeared to Mary. And I just, I just think of what could have possibly gone through her mind and when, hey, by the way, you're going to have, you're going to bring the Son of God into the world. You know, what, what goes through her mind? Um, and she just said, it's possible through God. And to just, to just simply say that even in the moment you know it's it's easy to say that the next day when you've when you've been able to process it but in that moment for her to say it right then and to just say i trust um so when we get a project like this i want i want us to be able to just say we trust and for it to be that simple um but not just when it's big projects you know when it's when you have small things going on in your life it's it's easy for me to rely on my own strength and think i can i can do this this is what this is what I'm good at, or, but, but to be able to just do that at all times, um, not just in the in the trenches, um, to say that God, I trust, I trust your plan, and I trust what you're doing in the situation, and to just see what happens. So that's that's where that's where I'm praying that that our team will be uh, in the next week, just that we are are trusting and enjoying what God is doing in this situation for us. You know it. We're serving, but it's also ministering to us as well. I thought this conversation was powerful and encouraging and important to remember in this Christmas season. I especially loved how Andy said he's trusting and enjoying. I think sometimes we do one without the other. You know, we need to trust and be obedient and step into things, but we also need to enjoy the calling and the work that God's given us. And so I hope this episode made you laugh and made you really think about the true meaning of Christmas, despite whatever you're facing. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you have a Merry Christmas.